Welcome to Corkboard Radio. This is episode three. Technically, it's the second full-length episode, but it's episode three, and I will be talking about Christmas today. I will be reading from Luke 2, verses 1 through 16 of the New King James Version, uh, starting in verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria, so all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angel, angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now what I want to point out right here is that Jesus came as a baby. That's how he came. He didn't come with big, big, huge trumpets and come on a, on a horse with chariots and announce himself. He came as a sweet, innocent little baby. And I'd like to talk, what I'd like to talk with you about today is what Jesus left to come here for us. The first thing Jesus left, I, we find in Second Chronicles 6, 33. Second Chronicles is in the Old Testament. It is right after first and second Kings. And in Second Chronicles 6.33 it says, Then hear from heaven your dwelling place. This this verse is talking about God, and it says that his dwelling place is in heaven. That means his home is in heaven. Jesus' home was in heaven, and Jesus left his home. Where he, where he lived, he left his home to come here as a little baby to all of us. The next thing that he left, we find in Isaiah 66, verse 1. I'm just going to flip over there really quickly. Isaiah 66, verse 1 says, Heaven is my throne. Jesus left his throne to come here. Now, a lot of times you think about, we think about Jesus, we think about him, how how he was the son of God. 
But when he came here as a little baby, he didn't come here as the son of God. He came here as a man. He started as a man, as a boy, as a baby, just like each and every one of us. He left his throne. He left everything, all of those things that made him God. He left them to come here for us so he could walk around as a man. He didn't walk around as God. He wasn't going and doing miracles as a baby. He wasn't doing miracles as a toddler. He was, he grew and he was born as a man, as a little baby. He left his throne in heaven. The next thing he left is in 2 Chronicles 2, 6. I will be reading. I'm just going to flip back there. 2 Chronicles 2, 6. And it says, Since heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. I think that's absolutely amazing to think that God is so big that heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. That is how big he was. And yet when he came here as, as a baby, he, came, he, he had to take off those heaven, that the clothes that he wore in heaven, he had to take those off so that he could wear the flesh of a baby and be born as a man. If you turn with me to John the first John, the first chapter of John, I'm going to be reading verse 14. It says, and the word, which is referring to Jesus, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. The word became flesh. Jesus became flesh. Jesus had to take off his heavenly clothes, so he could wear his earthly clothes, which was the flesh of man. That's what he left when he came here. He had to put on flesh to be here with us so that he could minister to us in the way that he did. The next thing that Jesus left, we find in 2 Chronicles 2, 6. We're going back to 2 Chronicles 2.6. You know what? Let me see. Where am I? Oh no. 2 Chronicles 2.6 is what I just read. Okay. We're going to 1 Chronicles 29.11. little correction there. It says, For all that is in heaven... And in the earth is yours. This one, that this thing that he left, it, he left all of his toys in heaven. Think about it from a child's perspective. Everything in heaven belonged to Jesus. Everything. Everything. And he left all of that. Think about all of your favorite things. Think about all of your favorite toys, or as a grown-up, I know we have our favorite toys as well. And, and Jesus went and he left all of that in heaven so he could come here and be with us. And think about what it would be like to leave everything that you like, everything you enjoy the most, so that you could go and be with someone else. That, that speaks so much about how much he loves us.
Now, the next verse we're going to be reading is in Psalms. It's Psalms 119.89. Psalm 119.89. 89. And it says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Now this one, what, what, what the Lord showed me with this verse is that when Jesus came here, he left his hometown where everyone spoke his language. In heaven, everyone spoke the language of faith. That's what he spoke. And faith is, when you speak faith, it's speaking the good things that the Lord has for you. It's speaking what he has promised you. It's knowing that God's word is final. But here on earth, people, there's a lot of times that it's very easy for us to speak fear, to speak what we see, to speak what we feel. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the truth about and a certain about situations, about who we are. I mean, I could walk around saying that I feel like a dog, but that doesn't make me a dog. That doesn't mean I am a dog. And Jesus grew, went, well, grew up. Jesus, when he was in heaven, all they spoke was, was the word. It was the good things. It was he is the son of God. But when he came here and people spoke fear, Jesus, Jesus brought the faith language to us. He didn't, the, the beautiful thing about what Jesus did when he came here is that he left the place that spoke faith, but he brought that language to us. He didn't leave faith in heaven. He brought the language of faith to us and he taught us how to speak his language instead of t- speaking our language. And when he taught us how to speak his language, which he has been doing for over 2,000 years since he was born. When he has, as he has taught us to speak his language, the more time we spend in his word, the more we learn what he has to say about a situation. So I may say, I feel like a dog, but the truth is I am not a dog. I am a daughter of the most high God. And Jesus came to teach me that, to teach me how to say that, to speak what he has already said about me. And the beautiful thing I must say is that he brought his language to us so that we could have a better life. And I am so grateful for the fact that he left the place that spoke his language so he could bring his language to us and teach us how to speak his language. And the next thing that he left that I'd like to read is Matthew chapter 7, Matthew 7, okay, Matthew 7 verse 11, it says, it says, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven Give good gifts to those who ask him. Jesus left his father who is in heaven. He left his father to come here to be with us. He left being with his father in the presence of his father to to come here 
and to be born as a baby for us. And I don't, I, I don't know if some of us understand how close Jesus and his father, how close they were. The word says in, uh, let's see, the word says in John, we're going back to John, the first book, I mean the first chapter of John, um, the gospel of John. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Jesus and his Father were always together. They were always together. They did everything together. They created the entire world, the earth, the heavens. They created all of the stars. They created the ocean. They created all of the animals together. They did it together. They were, they, they were inseparable before this. And when Jesus decided to come here as a baby, he knew he would be leaving his father to do that. And he did that for us. If you go to Genesis 1, Genesis 1 verse 1, I'm almost there. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I think that is just, it's beautiful to think that Jesus was willing to give up that part, that part of his relationship with the Father for a time for us so that we could get to know the Father as our Father too. That's how much, that is how much he, he loves us. That is how much he, how much he cares for us. Are, it, it shows us it shows us how much he cares for us or what he has been willing to give up for us because God in heaven was his father he was his best friend and he gave up that relationship to come here for us God was the one the one person that understood Jesus he knew Jesus. He knew what he thought. He knew how he felt about things. He understood him. And Jesus was willing to, to leave that relationship, that closeness he had with the Father, to come here. Did he completely leave his Father when he was here? Well, well while he was walking on the earth, he didn't. But it was more like kind of like a phone conversation maybe we could call it where he could call him up and talk to him whenever he wanted to but it wasn't the same as being in his presence but when Jesus died on the cross for us at that moment he was completely separated from his father and Jesus knew that that was going to happen he knew that at some point in his life on earth he was going to be completely separated from his father. And he was willing to do that for us. To give, to give that, to let go of that, to, to leave that relationship for us. Trusting and believing that the father would do as he said and raise him again. And reconnect that relationship and make it so that not only would Jesus be the Son of God, but we could also be daughters and sons of God. 
That is how much Jesus loved us. Why? Why would he do that? Well, we're going to flip to John, the book of John, Gospel of John again. Although this time we're going to go up to chapter 15 and we're going to read verses 12 and 13, which say, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. How did Jesus love us? He loved us by coming here. He loved us by leaving all of those wonderful things. He loved us by leaving his home, by leaving his throne, by leaving his own clothes, his toys, his hometown where everyone spoke his language, and by leaving his father to come here as a baby. That is how he loved us. The word says in verse 13, of John 15, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Jesus didn't just lay down his life for us when he died on the cross. He laid down his life for us when he came here and he was born as a baby for us. When he left heaven, he left his life in heaven to come here for us. That's how much he loved us. And the word says, greater love has no one than to do that. He loved us with the greatest love that there is. And he has called us. He has called us to do the same thing. Are we supposed to go out? This is where people have gotten a little bit, can have in the past kind of gone confused. Are we supposed to go out and die on the cross for our brothers and our sisters? No. Jesus already did that. We don't have to do that. But what we are supposed to do is to learn how to put others first. Is to learn how to put others' needs in front of our own needs. Others' wants in front of our own wants. That is the kind of love that Jesus showed us when he came here from heaven. That is the kind of love that he showed us when he was born as a baby in that manger all those years ago. That is what this verse is talking about. It's talking about putting your friends first, what they need or want, before what you need or want. It's talking about Jesus deciding to leave heaven, his home, to come here, to bring heaven here. It's talking about Jesus deciding that being your friend was worth leaving his father in heaven for a time so that he could teach us how to bring heaven to earth just like he did. He came here to bring us heaven so we could bring heaven to others. That is why he came as a baby. So he could show us that with God it is possible for a human to bring heaven to earth. He did it first. Now it's our turn to do the same thing. It's our turn to learn how to bring heaven to earth for all of our brothers and sisters that are here on earth with us. Why? Because they are worth it. Your brothers and your sisters, they're worth it. Your friends are worth it. Just like you are worth it. When Jesus left everything, you were worth Jesus leaving everything in heaven to come here as a little baby. You are that valuable. You are that precious to him. And Jesus is calling and asking you, 
to do the same thing, to see your friends and your family in the same light. He knew Jesus left everything he knew and loved to come to earth as a baby. And what we are to do is to learn how to do this. Now, does this mean we are always going to put somebody else, like do something? You have to follow what the Lord is telling you to do in this. Though Jesus also said that he only did what his father told him to do. He only said what his father told him to say. But if Jesus is telling you to give up something for someone, if he's telling you to, to put yourself second, and, and put them first, then, then he's given you the power. He's given you the way to do it. He's given you the authority to do it. And that is the greatest love. The greatest love that there is. That's what we're going to be talking about this year. How we can bring heaven to earth right now. We're going to be talking about how, how we can share the light and the love and the goodness of God in our lives so that those who are around us will know, will see that there is hope in this world and his name is Jesus. And we don't have to walk around feeling like everything is hopeless because Jesus came as a baby for us. He brought that hope into the world. He brought heaven here for us. And we now, we get to take heaven. We get to learn how to take heaven and share it with our friends and share it with our family and love those who are around us, who God has called us to love. And how we can learn to enjoy all that Jesus came that first Christmas to give us. This is Tiffany Pullman and you've been listening to Corkboard Radio. I'm so happy you tuned in today. The Corkboard Radio podcast features my personal short stories and topic discussions. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Tiff's Corkboard, on Instagram at Tiff's Corkboard, and on Twitter at Tiff's Corkboard, where I will be sharing weekly updates on podcast episodes and posting about anything that inspires me. I will be uploading a new Corkboard Radio episode every Wednesday, so be sure to stay tuned and hit the subscribe button. Until we meet again, here's to shining His light in whatever we do.